1: they looking to get caught side of bon. Lafondra away from David. 3 1 running. Three points running. Hello, and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast, supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, it's definitely not an upbeat one today. The EFL <laughs> have decided that they're going to deem out more points off us, as they do, because not paying the HMRC is such a sporting advantage. We have gained so much from it. I've been joined by Mr. Scoop himself, James Earnshaw from the Reading Chronicle, who broke this news exclusively this morning.
0: Hello, Paul. Sorry for uh, raining on everybody's parade. It's not nice to to break news like this, but it's kind of what we expected.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, obviously it's not your fault, but we could blame you, James. But unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we all know it's got absolutely nothing to do with you. We all know it's down to die young. And uh, I'm going to say the EFL, their, their uh, backstabbing behaviour. But um, tell us more about actually how it came out, uh, James, and more details and how the EFL have basically said one thing publicly and then did another privately.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's been... It's been an interesting day. <laughs> Obviously, it all kind of came to head this morning. Um, I think it turns out the EFL have been pushing for a four-point deduction. Um, you know, despite you know constantly going on about how they're going to now go after Die because it's pointless going after the club when it's nothing to do with the club. But you know, here we are. They were pushing for a four-point deduction, um, and thankfully the the independent panel have you know realised that four might have been a bit harsh. Um, but also disqualifying him was was harsh or more the uncertainty around disqualifying him. Um, so, yeah, they settled on two points and then another two if if we do any more misdemeanours between now and the end of the season. So the countdown is on between now and the end of April.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be quite honest, as I said earlier on in other podcasts, I've probably said it multiple times, is I think that if we had a point deduction that was three points or less, I still think we'll stay up. I still believe that, but what my problem here is is the way the EFL have behaved around this subject. They've been saying how they're going to support the club, how they're going to just sanction. You know, their main focus is going to be on sanctioning the owner, die Young, you know, technically, still is the owner, obviously. Mm. But what they've done is completely the opposite. I mean, I understand completely they've got all their other members to look after. I respect that, but there has to be a tipping point when I mean, you have to think the punishments you're giving out who's it deterring? It's not going to deter him because he doesn't care.
0: Yeah. Well, to be honest, I do, I do have a level of sympathy for the EFL, um, you know, because let's face it in our situation, what can you do? There is nothing. He hasn't paid anything, any fines since September, you know, the fines just keep building up and building up and building up and he can't pay them or won't pay them. And then it doesn't really interest him at all. What happens on the pitch either, even though it should do, because it would diminish the price that he can eventually sell the club for. Um, but, you know, when, you know, as, as others have alluded to, when the sort of value is so minuscule in what should be your your wealth, you know, if he actually has that wealth or has access to that wealth, supposedly, um, you know, then there is no real, you know, if you don't want to pay it, then it's a drop in the ocean, isn't it really? Um, so it is a rock and hard place, but it does feel a bit like kicking us while we're down, um, you know, because HMRC isn't anything to do with anything, our, um, you know, of our, doing it's not like the FFP ones where you know we we had a better team or supposedly should have had a better team because of it you know this one's not given us anything you know benefit wise um, it's just that one man has decided to to not pay it and uh, pay other things first um, you know he, I think he even put in one of his letters that he he didn't feel it was as immediate a danger paying HMRC as, as the wages. Which um, I don't think the the panel or the EFL liked very much in their responses. Um, but you know, I mean, I'm real running out of words for it, really, aren't we? The man doesn't give a give a monkeys, and um, you know, we're the we're the ones in the middle that are suffering for because of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that brings me nicely on onto uh, one of the questions that's been sent in. What planet are the EFL? This only hurts the staff, the players, and the fans. All their good intent expressed after the pitch invasion, proven to be. Baseless, shame on them. I mean, the thing about the pitch invasion, how it didn't get a points deduction because there was no precedent for it. There was also the one at Blackpool when they didn't give any points uh, deductions as well. So they couldn't do it in that scenario. I mean, I think we all realized we were gonna get a deduction. Mm. Um, I don't think that's the issue for me. I think it's the fact that it's the private face and it's the public face. That, that's where it sits badly for me, James. I mean, what do you think on that? I mean, you might, you probably were expecting a points deduction of some type.
0: Yeah, I think we all were. Um, you know, let's face it, we had this, this was the one thing hanging over us and we kind of knew if we could have somehow got through this unscathed then we would have been all right. Obviously we haven't and two points isn't the end of the world. It's now down to the players to dust themselves down and, and kind of keep going. You know, they're still just above, above the dotted line, even though it could all change with games in hand. I mean, it's so hard to judge where we really are, isn't it? With all these games in hand, we could be three or four points adrift inside the relegation zone and we could be above it if they lose the next three or four games. And it's not until the middle of April, we'll probably find out when all these games have been played. So it's still a bit in limbo, but all we can do is win our games and keep going about. But yeah, I I agree where the frustration with the EFL has come and that, you know, they've said, you know, that the the individuals have gone on the radio shows, gone on the the meetings and and they've said, says that, you know, that there's no point punishing the club and, and that it needs to be directed at the man who's to blame. And then also sort of pushing hard for as, as heavy a punishment as you can get sort of on the team. But I guess they'll have their reasons, they'll have their their explanations. And you know, I guess there are twenty three other in League One clubs that would quite certainly at least seven or eight clubs that would love us to get points deducted at this stage of the season.
1: Yeah. Definitely. And I yeah, I understand their position. They're going to be happy about this. Ultimately, they won't say that. and I, I get that. That's uh, how football works, isn't it, for them? To give some balance, to this, some riches are sent out, struggling to understand the outrage on this occasion. Anyone that's followed our situation with any interest would have known this was a real possibility. Yeah. As we've covered. Two points still gives us more than a fighting chance to stay up. I mean, there's a lot to agree with there, isn't there, James?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think this squad's more than capable of staying up. I said it, right you know, to others. I'm, I'm more confident that this group um, will be able to keep us up than the group we had last year that were hit with a, albeit a bigger point deduction and later on in the season. But sort of the mentality of, of of that squad, I think this this group are more willing to battle for each other, and I think they're more likely to to get out the other side of it. We need to win Saturday really just to reset the minds and just to kind of stop the fear that goes on with every passing game that oh god you know what if we don't win again um a bit like last season where you know it went on and went on and we just couldn't break that hoodoo of getting that win after the deduction we need it as soon as possible um get everybody's sort of head and feet back on the ground and back onto to the action so yeah you know i totally agree with that guy but obviously anything deduction wise leaves a bit of a bit of taste in the mouth
1: well yeah, another one here from uh, Chris Smith here. Considering how frequently he hasn't been paying tax, you fear those suspended additional two points could very easily come into play. Carlisle, Wickham and Cambridge games pretty much must wins. That I mean, yeah, I mean, every game is a must-win now against teams around us. Um, Derby one, obviously, it was going to be a really tough one. How do we kind of, I mean... Oh, this is a tough question here, James. You can come in so brace yourself. I would set off for klaxon if I could. Do you think we've got funds that will see us until the end of March?
0: End of March? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's what January was for. I think it was to recoup as much cash as we could get our hands on to to keep the you know, keep keep the bad people at bay and uh, you know pay pay our way. Um, you know, we've had no, in fairness, we've had no issues with paying HMRC since uh, November and we've had no issues in paying wages since December. You know, so the last three or four months have been in touch with, you know, we've been all right. Obviously, payday is coming up pretty soon for staff at the club. So that's obviously the next hurdle to, have to try and get over. Um, but no, you know, I'm I'm sat here right now and I I'm, you know, feeling all right i don't i don't think we should get another deduction between now and the end of the season obviously a lot can change um but you know that's where i'm going to stick my stick my head and stick my money above the parapet that is bold <laughs> that is bold <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but yeah no hopefully you're absolutely right and i think that actually was what january was all about here's someone who i think sums it up uh nicely here Alison billing we can still hope that Ruben and the players can overcome another setback and somehow scramble enough points to keep us up. But frankly, it's hard work to turn up and back the boys when the setbacks just keep coming. Supporting a football team shouldn't cause this much pain. Um, someday, up there, Alison, you mm. just, and also when you go to a game now and we win or we pick up any kind of points, your first thought is, well, is that going to be countered? by any deduction James and that's a really harsh way for us to live because this isn't like you know one season we're now in our third season of this
0: yeah that's six points now in each of the last three seasons that we've had deducted. I mean it really is if you don't laugh you'll cry uh, it really is that kind of situation um I, you know and the players it's going to be even worse because they're the ones that are you know putting in their blood and sweat and mud and tears on you know on the on the game we sit and have a beer and you know we think about it non-stop all day every day but you know, I guess it's it's like a, a house builder building a house all the way through the winter and then having a massive, you know, bowling ball come and demolish it all right in front of the very eyes. It's, you know, you must lack the motivation to want to build another house if it's going to get knocked over again the very next day. Um, you know, but I guess we've just got to do what we keep on doing. You know, this squad have shown they've had great resilience and they've come through a hell of a lot stronger, um, tougher situations than a, than a two-point deduction. They're good enough to stay up. It's just whether they can shake it out of their heads mentally and, and and get on you know a win on Saturday would be huge um, I think it probably is now a must win because even if it's winning a must win it's virtually only worth a draw um, compared to what it would have been on you know in previous weeks um, we just got to enjoy every week every game for what it is go with your mates go with your family have a laugh have a drink have a cry and a giggle and uh, try and enjoy your Saturdays and your Tuesdays as much as you can and see where we are come what may that sounds like us on Saturday night,
1: James. <laughs> to <be honest>. Yeah. <laughs> that was an uh, enjoyable evening. So here's one more question here from uh, Shards. Absolutely appalling from the EFL. The harms the innocent team of the fans. Has no effect on the owner. The guilty party also makes a sell less likely. Totally counterproductive from the utter morons. Um, I don't know on the sell. Uh, I don't know how it's going to affect that. Um, that would just be speculation. Um, logically, when you think about it, you think, Possibly that might be the case, but we don't know. Um, and until that comes through, we just got to hope that the team somehow managed to stay up, because if we do go into League Two, I don't know which kind of owner we're going to get, James, because oh, that is such a long way from which every owner comes into to get into the Premier League, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if we were going to League Two, I'm not sure what kind of guys the club would club would be in. Um you know, before the season were to even start the EFL would need, you know, would want sufficient proof that that we have the funds to, you know, to at least complete the season, you know, before anyone goes into the, to the new campaign. And if it still dies, he going to want to have another year of the EFL. I want to have another year of what they've had this year. He's going to have even, even less um, sort of, you know, motivation to, to fund a league two club. Um, so, you know, it sounds dramatic, and I don't want to pile the pressure on, but the players here are probably playing for the future of the football club, as we know it. And it sounds dramatic, and it sounds a bit over the top, but it's probably true. If we were going to League Two, I think I think you, you would struggle to see the club coming out on the other side, but just with the overheads and just the, the way the club is set up financially. We're not. We're struggling to be set up financially viably as a League One club, never mind if you drop down as a League Two
1: i don't think you're being dramatic i was out for a walk before i did this and i thought to myself if we stay up this season is it going to rank up there with a 106 season and that is such a high level but for me i'm now feeling that actually it's going to be amongst that kind of conversation Mm. isn't it because obviously it's very very different but for ruben to keep this team up and the players obviously and the staff and everyone involved at the club i think it would be miraculous really
0: it has to be. This has to be one of the biggest stories for a club if we do manage to stay up. You know, Ruben's gotta be in the conversation for manager of the month, especially the way it started and to turn it around to go from what, thirteen points adrift at one stage of the season to then being seven or eight points clear to now being right back to two with games in hand. I mean it's just it's been a it's been the worst roller coaster we could ever possibly imagine. And we knew this season was gonna to be tough when we came into it. We weren't under any illusions. We must have been one of the few clubs to have come down and, and not been amongst the favourites to go straight back up again from League One. And all the fans knew that. But I don't think we knew just how horrible this ride would be. But it has given us plenty of peaks. And hopefully there's still plenty to come because, you know, it's going to be a a uh, a nervy ride for the final 11 games. Um, but I'm kind of looking forward to it. You know, sod it. It's us against the world. Reading, a, Reading against literally everybody else, which is, is how we've always liked it. That's the way
1: we like it. Like it. Yeah, so um, uh, I won't sing. No, don't <laughs> worry. This is not the right one, Paul. Don't do that. So, um, yeah, I agree. It is us against everyone. And i got to say, our support over the last few months and in the last few years, whatever it is, has just been absolutely fantastic. Even on Saturday, when we were 2-0 down, they kept on singing. It's just really remarkable after what we've been through. I don't give a damn what other teams think about us, how many fans we have. The ones that are going are amazing. They really are. And... The fact that we've got so many going to Carlisle as well and I know it's because some of them are going because they haven't been to Carlisle before I get that but still that is a hell of a long journey and we are not in a good place and was it two away wins in the last mm. 18 months or something I mean mm. you're not guaranteed a win lads or <laughs> women whoever's going it's it's definitely not tied on is it James
0: no, no, but it will be a momentous feeling, you know, should it. I don't want to let myself think about that too far. It's too much to, to happen in between now and Saturday night. But, um, you know, it's, it's a must win, really. Um, you know, there's no no way about it. It was probably a must not lose um, leaving the game on Saturday. It's now definitely probably a must win. They've won four games all season. Um, you know, we spanked them 5-1 at home in the least convincing 5-1 win I've ever seen. Um, but, you know, you've got to take it. Um they're, what, 14 points adrift, I think, at the bottom, which kind of snuck up on me. I didn't quite realise they were that. Well, but they're two adrift.
1: points closer to us than they were earlier. So, yeah, uh, OK, yeah. yeah.
0: But the, we're still not just on the edge. You've got good old Chapman <laughs> in between for now. And they go to no. Derby tonight. Um, so, you know, if we if we thought we were in for a nice, quiet end to the season, as with Reading, it's never straightforward. Um, but, yeah, hopefully it convinces, you know, those end-of-season end games more packed out away ends, you know, another good... 1500 or so to Barnsley, hopefully, like we had a couple of years ago in the championship. Got Derby coming up, you know, Bristol Rovers should be another sellout. I think they're selling pretty well so far and they only went on sale today. Um, You know, and pack out the Modayski, you know, the atmosphere has been improving, um, but there's still, you know, half the stadium worth of seats that we can fill. So let's, um, you know, get people in there, get them supporting the players and the, the manager as everybody has been for the last however long and you know see where we are come what may but it's the helplessness that's the concern obviously it's there's nothing that we can do about it uh we just got to go and with blind faith and hope and kiss our asses and see where we are
1: kiss our asses, kiss <laughs> our asses goodbye <laughs> oh dear sorry for if you listen to this you have to laugh because otherwise you go crazy supporting this team so If you do enjoy enjoy our efforts, I know this has not been a nice one to listen to. I understand that completely. Give us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. And thanks a lot for listening. We will be back with a preview with James later in the week. Thank you.